Welcome to the For Columbus Podcast. Sharing inspiring stories of local faith leaders from congregations, parachurch ministries, and the marketplace. With your host, Adam Ward. (laughs) All right. Hello, listeners. This will be an episode unlike any of the others because we're going through a rebranding. And for those of you who listen regularly, you know that that intro is different. Uh, usually it is introduced as the Columbus Area Church Podcast and now is introduced as the For Columbus Podcast. I don't have someone I'm interviewing today. I don't have someone interviewing me today. I've got several pages of notes in front of me that I just want to share with what's happening in Columbus and why this podcast is re- being rebranded. So when I first I started this podcast, you know, God had told me while I was riding my bike, hey, why don't you start interviewing some faith leaders in the city, share what they're doing. Uh, So I did that and just wanted to have a title as broad as possible to include as many people as possible. And I called it the four or I called it the Columbus area. So covering the whole Columbus area and then church podcast. So the Big C Church. I think a lot of people thought that was a local congregation So when you're on iTunes or when you're in Spotify or SoundCloud and you type in Columbus Church, a bunch of different ones come up. This one specifically is to highlight. It is now and it will always be to highlight what faith leaders in our city are doing. So the only thing that's changing is the name. The content is not changing. The format is not changing. But the name is changing. So two years ago, when it started, there wasn't an umbrella movement that this could be categorized under. We had just started talking about getting people together and working together to improve the city. And now that for Columbus gospel movement or city movement uh, exists. And we have over three quarters of a million of believers in this city and I just wanted to be able to position this podcast in the best way to promote everything that's happening. So after 50 episodes, which it was just by grace and miracle that I got past the first five, actually. And uh, but past 50, it was clear that there was some momentum. We had... Thousands and thousands of downloads. People were writing me and commenting all the time, uh, thanking me for highlighting different leaders. And it was about that time I started to get invited into a few different circles. And there, so I want to explain a few of those circles. One is the For Columbus circle. And so in October of 2019, Bishop Timothy Clark of the First Church of God here in Columbus, he's been a pastor here for 40 years, convened over 150 leaders to say, what if, what if we were to work together? We presented statistics at that meeting. You can go back and listen to it. There's two episodes covering that leader summit. And some of the statistics were daunting, but we said, what if we can improve our city together? That birthed the For Columbus movement. At that time, I was also introduced to different church leaders and city leaders around the state of Ohio, and then different movement leaders around the nation. 
And the city movement around the nation is led by Eric Swanson. And for those of you who don't know who Eric is, he's a doctor. He has a DMN in Global City from uh, Backey Graduate University. He's written multiple books. I have one of them on my desk right here, but his first one was to transform a city, uh, the externally focused church, and then the externally focused quest. He served with a leadership network, and he's also on advisory boards, and he's a business owner, uh, lives outside of Boulder, Colorado. He's done a lot of work in city movements, and he started this group, uh, the Lost Antlers Ranch. And the Lost Antlers Ranch is this property in Estes Park, which is outside of Boulder, which is outside of Denver. And they started bringing in city leaders once a year to this ranch to talk about what's happening in their city. Well, when COVID happened, all of that got canceled and it went to Zoom. So for the past year, I've been on these Zoom calls with incredible leaders from all over. So Gary Kendall from Love, Kansas City, Rob Kelly from Fort Charlotte, uh, Nancy Orberg out of San Francisco, Lisa Matthews with Movement Org. Um, just we've got there's Fullerton, Dallas, Boston, Philly, Orlando, Atlanta, uh, Tucson, Richmond, Evansville. There's there's, a, there's just a bunch. There's people on dozens of people on those calls uh, every month. And uh, there was also getting introduced. I got introduced to Kevin Palau from Louise Palau. Uh, uh, association and they run city evangelism teams uh, do significant work in city evangelism and then we had a bunch of calls here in the state on how do we improve the church so we've got Cincinnati and Cleveland and Toledo and Youngstown and Dayton all trying to find out figure out how, how to help things in in their city and so I guess the first question is why is the city important you know, and for four decades, I've you know been part of the church, and the church to me has always been two things. It's it's been where I go on Sunday mornings and where I volunteer my time during the week, but then also, you know, the bride of Christ. The church is the bride of Christ, which is the all of the believers in it. And so, Eric was someone who pointed me to Isaiah sixty five and and talked about. What does, when God builds a city, what does it look like? So I just want to go over a couple of these things. And you can read in Isaiah 65, 17 through 25. And it talks about happiness and life satisfaction. It talks about health and longevity. It talks about housing and food, financial well-being, uh, meaningful work, upward mobility, strong family structure, connection to God and spiritual community, a reconciliation and absence of violence. Those are all things that, you know, we can say, man, if, if, that, if a city were to look like that, we'd be doing a great thing. And a lot of you know who Peter Drucker is, uh, known as the father of modern management, has written uh, several seminal books in, in management. And he states, uh, the church is the only institution capable of re-civilizing the broken urban environments. Uh, but the problem is the church is the most fragmented institution in every city. And he suggested that we must apply the principles of partnership and collaboration, creating a seamless church partner to work with other sectors in improving the city. Separately, there's a researcher from Harvard, uh, Professor Tyler Vanderbuehl, and he has a PhD and, and is the 
professor of epidemiology and biostatistics at the Harvard Chan School of Public Health. And he's a co-director of the Initiative on Health, Religion, and Spirituality. And I think what, what's really cool about Tyler is that he came up with this whole city flourishing model. And he says, flourishing is a state in which all aspects of a person's life are good. They are a complete human well-being. So he's combining social elements, religious elements, health elements. And if we look at Isaiah 65, and we look at Tyler Vanderweel, and we listen to Peter Drucker, we can clearly see that the city plays a fundamental role. And we can look at the New Testament, right? When different people, when talk about the church, they're talking about the church of Antioch, the church of Ephesus, the church in Jerusalem, of uh, Cappadocia. There's just several churches that they refer to as the city church. And so for Columbus is about the flourishing of the city or the shalom of the city. And so that quote from Tyler Vanderveel, um, we can think about um, the different aspects in Isaiah 65. And so for Columbus is an umbrella movement that is made up of different organizations that want to participate in improving our city. It is not an opt-in thing. We consider everyone to be part of it who wants to make Columbus better, and you have to actually opt out of it. Um, but it's in three distinct spheres. We have the congregational church, we have parachurch ministries, and we have the marketplace. Now, the marketplace would include both business leaders uh, as well as uh, civil servants. Um, so when we talk about those three different spheres, within each of those spheres are hundreds and hundreds of organizations. So we can go into the church sphere, and we know we have over a thousand gospel-based churches in Columbus. If we look at the parachurch sphere, we have hundreds of nonprofits that are set up around our city to improve uh, life in the city. If we look at businesses led by Christian leaders, again, we're in the hundreds. Um, so it's, it's all of these organizations not working independently, but working together. So for Columbus is really about convening, connecting, and collaborating. Convening, connecting, and collaborating. Also, we want to communicate what's happening. Uh, we want to celebrate what's happening. So we've got a bunch of C's around it. And one of the things that happened uh, last week was that we had a great uh, article in the dispatch. It was actually put on the front page. And the uh, quote that they put there was better together. And it talked about how we are believing that this movement will help us to work better together to improve our city. So my charge to you is when you listen to this podcast, obviously, I want you to be inspired. Obviously, I want you to be informed. But more than anything, if there's a leader out there where your, their story resonates with you, I want to connect you to that leader. I want to connect you to another organization. I want to introduce you to other people, get you involved with uh, things that are happening around the city that you may or may not know of. And so I wanted to cover just a couple of statistics in the 69 episodes that we've 
released so far. We've had a dozen guests talk about poverty or justice. We've had over 15 senior pastors on here talking about leadership in the church and what that looks like. We've had five people talk about human trafficking. Someone talk about prison ministries, prayer. We've had a couple people talk about schools and engaging parents. One on substance, gospel-based substance reform. One for sports. We've had five business leaders. We've had three different guests talk about children and fostering kids and helping. We've had two on immigrants. We've had over 13 special guests that can't fit into one of those categories. We've had three on evangelism. We've had one uh, cover the topic of women. So we have so many different areas that we've talked about on this podcast already. And one of the things that I'm going to go through is I'm going to go through and retitle all of those podcasts so that the name of the person and their area that they're talking about is in the title. So it'll be easy to find, easy to search, and easy for you to share. In each of the show notes, I leave a link with each of the guests at the end of the episode. I ask how they can find, how people, like listeners, can find out more. If you need, if you are unable to find one of those, you can always email me, adam at wiiwt.com. That's adam at wiiwt.com. That will go in the show notes as well. I will connect you to whatever leader you want to. All of the guests that have been on here are more than willing to participate in those C's. Um, So now, a couple of highlights. What's been happening the past year and why is for Columbus a big deal? Well, obviously getting a, an article on the front page of the Columbus Dispatch is a pretty big deal. They thought, I think two things. One is that they actually see a groundswell of things happening and they want to share it. But number two is that we really, really need it here in, in the times that we're living in. You know, over a year since COVID uh, hit the hit the world, and people are more isolated and angry and polarized than ever. And so let me share a few things that, that's, that's happened. So last fall, when the Columbus schools closed due to COVID, we had an initiative at forcolumbuskids.com where we opened learning extension centers in churches and parachurch locations. And we ended up opening over 90 of them. Now, there's no church or group of churches in the city that can open 90 LECs, but all of us coming together opened 90 LECs. We had just, you know, impacted a bunch of people, had hundreds of thousands of dollars donated to fund that, provide laptops, provide food, um, and just became a, a really cool thing that we've been doing this past the school year. We have a, an evangelism team, Reach for Columbus that has put together some groundbreaking uh, faith-sharing material uh, to train people on how to share their faith with others. It is just getting the final polishes put on it, and church leaders and parachurch leaders and business leaders have been asking for this content. Now, we have great partners, two city and national partners uh, in this area, but we, we think we've combined um, the best of the best and put it in this uh, short training uh, content that allows you to be able to, to share uh, your faith with others. Um, we established the Commission Fund. 
with uh, NCF where people can donate and support all of the initiatives that are going on in this city, whether that's LECs, whether that's the uh, Reach for Columbus, or any of the other initiatives that we're that we're working on. Uh, a guest and a good friend of mine, Nick Nye, he's putting together a church planting group for all people who have planted a church in the past five years or who are looking to plant in the next uh, you know couple of years. We have several um, church planning partners, uh, includes Stadia and Arc, uh, Church Multiplication Network, um, uh, Send, and it's dozens, um, dozens of church planters that get together to share and talk. And we do hope um, to get um, to run funding through that for new church plants. I know we have a bunch of money uh, available um, for that. A lot of you are familiar with One Night. Uh, There's One Night of Worship and One Night of Prayer. That has been rebranded to Unified. Um, And that is uh, under the leadership of Natalia Chase. And she has been doing a phenomenal job doing live in the park uh, worship sets, uh, state capitol worship sets. And we have a bunch of cool things uh, planned there. Uh, One Lap of Columbus where we have a day where we drive around 270 uh, we, and we're partnered with the River uh, 104.9. So they will play a specific set for that hour. Uh, we did our first one last year and we have three coming up this year. And we'll have leaders uh, from around the city praying, uh, obviously music playing. And then just so that we can all be out there driving around 270 at the same time together. Um, one of the things that I'm most excited about is uh, last week we had almost 200 uh, leaders, pastors from around the city be part of a Barna State of the City launch here. Um, to find out more about that, you can go to stateofthecity.glue.us slash Columbus. Uh, again, this will be in the in the show notes, but stateofthecity.glue, that's G-L-O-O.us slash Columbus. And it's a it's a new toolkit. Uh, Barna is partnering with Columbus. We are one of four cities in the United States that they are going to do in depth research and provide monthly forums for uh, pastors and ministry leaders to find out what's what's happening in the city. We raised a hundred thousand dollars so that churches could get this access to this for free. They wouldn't have to come up with any money. It's between two and three thousand dollars a year for a church to participate in this, and we raised money. We have almost 150 churches um, signed up right now, so more scholarships are available. Everyone from brand new church plants to most of the mega churches, uh, and then everything in between in size, um, multi denominations. Um, just it's a really wide uh, spectrum of people that are are participating in that. And for those of you who don't know, Barna is has been a leader in, in church market research for over 30 years. They had an excellent podcast, uh, State of the Church, that started when COVID hit, a weekly podcast sharing different survey results and how that's impacting the church and providing a, a lot of uh, feedback and suggestions to faith leaders on what they could what they could do as uh, moving forward, 
And so they will have a monthly forum. Uh, in addition to that, we are doing cooperative advertising under the church's care um, slogan. And this has been an Instagram and Facebook and Google ads and anywhere you can see it. Targets, explorers, people are, aren't in a church, but um, may respond to church. And it's along the five uh, areas of flourishing that the Harvard professor discovered are important to people like finance and health and uh, a few other ones. And uh, it's ads. And we had over 2 million impressions on that ad campaign in Easter alone. And that ad campaign will continue on uh, for the rest of the year. And part of that is we've created a church directory. So all churches that sign up and create a profile are included in that directory. So one of the, when someone is interested, they can input their zip code and a church that will provide services in one of those five areas will pop up and they can take it a step further. Also, it's they're giving away uh, a free Barna Plus access, which includes their whole suite of survey tools that you can give to your church or ministry uh, just by putting a text to number or a QR, QR code on the screen or giving them a link. And then instantly you will be able to find out the state of your business, the state of your ministry or the state of your church in the five areas of flourishing. And then over time, as you give that survey out, you can find out how your people are doing. You can use those results to you know, do a sermon series, or maybe you want to do a financial peace university, or maybe you want to do a series on marriage or family relationships, um, or on justice and, and mercy. But and one of the cool thing about those surveys is, is, is it's, they are designed for, uh, you know, using, uh, really good survey techniques, but at the end of each one, leaders can ask three questions they want to. And so they don't have to use all of the, they can, all of the prepped questions will come, but you can also use uh, three things. Maybe you want to talk about something that happened in the news that week. Maybe you want to talk about a, a capital campaign that you're running or a, you know, how do we want to meet or small groups or whatever. You, you have three questions uh, on every survey that you distribute that you can send that out. And so for Columbus, we have hundreds of organizations that are coming together to improve the city. And Eric Swanson was one of the guys who's like, Adam, why don't you call this the Four Columbus Podcast? And then we had some people in the city that are like, hey, why don't you call it the Four Columbus Podcast? So it's it will now and and for the foreseeable future, maybe that's forever, will be called the Four Columbus Podcast. We'll be highlighting leaders that are doing incredible things. I have a couple of uh, recordings already that will be released next week and the week after um, that continues to highlight leaders. We will keep going. I welcome suggestions. Email them to me. Let me know if there's someone that you know of that needs to be on this podcast. And I want to make sure that they get recorded, that their stories told and man, just keep listening, you know, subscribe to this, you know, if, if you're on iTunes or, you know, SoundCloud, or you're listening to this on the, you know, on Amazon, give us a review that really helps. 
Um, it lets us be higher in, in the search results, and then it gives people you know better access. Share this podcast with others. Share it with other leaders that you think may benefit from it. We keep it in short form. You know, every week is about 30 minutes. And if you click on one and a half speed, you can get that done in 20. So an easy car ride, um, you can get that podcast out. I I can't tell you how many times people have, you know, sent me an email or text saying, thank you so much for, for having that person on. And all of these people that are on here come from references. It's, hey, who do you think I should talk to next? Um, and a lot of these ministries and a lot of these people, I didn't even know existed until uh, someone told me about them. So there's so many treasures in our city, and I just want to share all of them um, with you. I want our city to get better. We are part of this For Columbus movement. We hope that you be part of this For Columbus movement. For more information on that, go to forcolumbus.org. We have a landing page. There is no 501c3. There is no legal entity behind Fort Columbus. It is for whoever wants to be part of the flourishing of our city. You can go to fortcolumbus.org until, until it's built out. You can sign up to get on our newsletter. You can um, sign up to donate. And you can, uh, sign, what else is on here? And you can sign up to contact uh, one of the team members. And so that new website will be coming out. Man, good times. Uh, listeners, share this, review it, subscribe, and just be prepared to get blown away at what is happening in our city. Thank you so much for being a part of this. It couldn't be possible without you. Until next time, we'll see you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Also, rating and reviewing us on iTunes helps get the word out.